Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. Um, I am your host, Left Brain, and I want to talk to you. I want Actually, I want to share some good news. That's really what I want to do. Um, it turns out that a lot of high school teams are changing the safety and the culture of high school football one one high school game at a time or one year at a time. Um, while football, while we all know football can be a dangerous sport, new technology in the helmet industry is making the game safer. One school in particular, One Lee Summit High School, is using new helmets as the beginning to prevent a few to prevent concussions at the high school level. Each year, Lee Summit new, uh, purchases uh, 15 new helmets, brand riddle, to replace those that have been broken or become too old. The Riddle Speed Flex helmets use the latest concussion research and technology to keep the head from moving too much when hitting another player. And also, form tackling as well. Form tackling is one thing that they constantly do over the summer, not just right before the season or during camp. Before the summer, they're doing a lot with form tackling, so that's actually helping a lot too. And usually when you hit a player, you can fill it up to the top. Uh, Senior safety, Niles Thomas said, it's kind of shaky. With these, it's even, it's, half the time, it don't even feel like a clean hit. Thomas is wearing one of these new helmets, and last season, he uh, suffered a severe concussion. Honestly, he, su- he was out for five games. This uh, new technology, as advanced as it is, personally, I uh, still see the game as dangerous. Unless they make it softer, unless they toughen up on the rules, which I really don't want because it's a gladiator sport. It's still going to be, no matter what you do with technology, it's still going to be tough. So, I don't know. I want you guys to tell me about it. Let's talk about it. How do you feel about it? Yeah. It's for the people. This is Street Radio for Unsung Heroes. Good evening, people. Uh, you now tuned in to Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. I am your host, Left Brain. Um, and today I have all of my people with me who will be discussing this topic with me. Uh... Swag on zero. Hello. That is I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting to go first. <laughs> Caught him off guard. Clockwise. Hey. Yeah, that was a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brother from another. I'm still waiting to come to the charcoal only barbecue. Mm. Oh. Love brain with the favorite cousin, but uh, San Diego place to be. Children, Mr. A and D, also known as Brian. I ain't here about the barbecue, so. What, what, he's a favorite cousin They go to the barbecue I am the favorite I, cousin Lighter fluid only Lighter fluid <laughs> I'm starting to like yeah. The smoker better But you know okay. <laughs> No we do chocolate Right here brother It's chocolate Charcoal Charcoal Nothing else huh? That's all we know So sister Oh <laughs> anyway, I'm catching off guard Yep uh, What's up y'all um, It is your favorite Female hip hop head uh, Miss Foster Wilmer, aka Dina, uh, host of Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. You can find me hopefully soon on all podcast platforms. Happy to be here. Hey, my new bestie, but not <laughs> oh, really. Word. I was about to say. Hey. You mad? <laughs> hey. You can say the Haiti sensation. That would have been a little. Uh, well, why not? You what? just keep coming up with these nicknames. No, that was too flirty. Oh my gosh, I cannot. Hey you guys, it's just Dinah. Just me. Right. I could just call it the apple to my eye. The yeah. reason why I like the breathe. No Keep that. Guns. No finger guns. I'm really digging the no finger guns because they're mm. really awkward. 
Keep that. Right. Keep Wait. everything they just did. I <laughs> like that. That was beautiful. That was chemistry right there. Yeah, the only thing that's beautiful is bars. <laughs> we gotta get the making moves. Join off one of them rap battles to put that. As soon as he say that, we gotta I'm put that dropping. <laughs> but no, but <laughs> no, but seriously, yo, do y'all think it's possible to make football safe? Like, or are we just fighting a losing battle? Are they just doing there extra things? I'm gonna cut you off. There's no way to make a contact sport safe. Collision yeah, sport. Agree. Collision sport, period. Right. Whether it's football, whether it's hockey, whether it's professional wrestling, anything that serves contact, collision, or anything of that nature, mm-hmm. is when you start trying to make... Because they already got rules out there in football now trying to make the game safe, yeah. which is actually just taking away from the game. It is. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, there's not that much technology that there is... In a football helmet of hearing you saying that earlier, yeah, that could really actually stop the impact or something. You know, it was funny when we used to do simple cues to actually make the safe fight. You know, when you tuck your head, yeah, you know that works about ninety percent of the time, right? When they do that, or basically when they talk about planting your feet or stuff of that nature, mm-hmm. when it takes simple stuff. But I, I think now it's just the a thing of I guess try to be lazy. I don't think it's laziness. I think yeah. it's just people. You know, you're more aware of what's actually happening in to a person's brain when they play football. I mean, I personally don't really care. I think football's cool and all. You play the sport. That's awesome. You That's, mm. all, that's all you know. Everybody built for that, you know. So yeah. if you decide to do that, that's your business. But at the end, there are peop- it's people's kids that are playing it five, six years old. I don't know, I guess. You know, the more technology teaches you, the more you have to worry about. I think before, you didn't know what was really happening to, the, to your brain. I think there's like mm. a legit place where you can go see the brains of football players and you can see like yeah, the confession like see all that stuff that's happened to them so the problem with that is you can only see that once they're deceased exactly and that's the bad yeah. part about right. it right that's what i'm but, saying maybe that yeah. like brings to light like maybe people want to just be more cautious of it but i can see how it takes away from the sport like i think oh sorry no go ahead um football is a dangerous sport in and out like you got to come into that game expecting if you mess up, like, you got to have everything formulated mm-hmm. and every move uniform to a perfect T. Because if you're not, you can hurt yourself, just like with track. If you're not running in the right form, you can mess yourself up. Like basketball. If you're not uh, landing the rebound uh, the way you are, you go ahead and, like Derrick mm-hmm. Rose, mess yeah. up your knee. There's consequences to certain things, which is why these students work out to get into that peak. So I feel like, you know, having a having bumpers – Right. And the bowling alley will only mess the game up a lot more. Right. I mean, also, I do agree with you, what you were saying, Don. Also, lazy will probably be the wrong word to use. But the problem with, I think it with technology is if you the reliance on it, mm-hmm. it, it flaws. It's man-made. Yeah. Sometimes it can go on the fritz. Something won't, won't get signal. Anything that issue could happen. And if you're telling a kid that's coming up to rely on that, mm-hmm. instead of taking the simple measurements that... But to, uh, you got the the evolution of just the sport of football alone. Every sport has evolved to be safer. Right. But unfortunately, with like we are getting, especially in football, these helmet to helmet collisions. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're getting some of these harder hits. We take we get you know a lot of aggression and the, and you know there's no Sorry. there's no help being to the football players. Because these guys are getting because the thing about it, these guys are getting bigger, faster, and stronger. What people aren't realizing because they don't try to sell you no PEDs, no performance enhancement drugs, but guys still take them. Yeah. And a lot of times, and what's happening now, especially with the sport, is as fast as technology is trying to keep up. The bigger and stronger these guys were, all right. But I mean, back in the day, if you're looking at the 60s or 70s, 6'2", 230 pounds, that's a lineman. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nowadays, that's a safety. These guys are huge and they're still running. 320 pounds running faster than me. It's something in yeah. the smoke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it gotta be something in the breast yeah. milk. Yeah, Cambodian exactly. breast milk. It got, I don't know what the hell's going on, but people are just built differently now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, listen, I, I think. Do I think you can make the game completely safe? No. I don't think you can make it completely safe, but I do think technology is going to help, and I think they're still going to have to. Form tackling is everything. That's, that's what it is. I think you can't get lazy. Relying on technology, thinking, well, I can, you know, I can still use the crown of my helmet, or you know, this helmet is gonna protect me, so I can just be reckless with whatever I'm going to do. No. That also brings my question: What technology? Well, what it is, what they're coming up basically more more air in the helmets. Because if you is, if you look, if they do like a, if you do get an X-ray in your uh, skull, it's uh-huh. a space like you when you when you hit your brain moves. Right. So it's like space between your brain and your actual skull. Well, these air helmets are supposedly stabilizing your head, so when you hit, your brain doesn't shake as much. Okay. So it's that type of thing. So, But even still, you can still rely on technology because what happens a lot of times is guys go for the big hits. Yeah. When you go for the big hits, you ain't form tackling. But, but, do, but that, does that open the door to create more damage? Absolutely. Yeah, big hits. That's what yeah. I'm thinking because it's like... Because if I know you're here, I'm going to go for your head now. Yeah, well, no, right. well, no, well, not, no, no, because they're rules. You still got to play smart. Yeah. I could go for your head, but are you willing to take that? Number one, these guar- these contracts ain't guaranteed, so are you willing to take that big fine that's going to come your way? Mm-hmm. That suspension, which is going to take pay out your mouth because you ain't being paid while you suspend it. And that big penalty that might t- cost your team the game. But I agree with that, but then when you have people that got answers like a Dominican Sue, who just don't who just finds every game because you want to do what the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's reckless playing. You do have players, whether it's in the Grade school, high school, college, professional level that just in any sport or just have their reckless play in them. Yeah. That, that's true, but I think yeah. his reputation has preceded him. And honestly, I think that's kind of why his gameplay has went down because he's starting to play cleaner. Them fines is ca- it may not seem like if you haven't yeah. checked lately, but them fines is catching up to him. Uh-huh. All them fines, them penalties is catching up to him because. It ain't it ain't the same game no more. Now when ain't none of that. Oh, well, we'll suspend him for one game. Now it's four games. Now it's five games. Now it's look, man. You you must find not play the season. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, his production has went down. So now we seeing. Oh, without dirty play, you ain't you ain't the big bad. You know what I mean? You ain't yeah. the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's working. The thing is, but like y'all said, because. You know, just because it's technology, you can't get reckless. Mm-hmm. That big hit ain't always worth it, especially if. You know, if it's not, if it can lead to injury, so yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I see where you guys. Are coming so from. you know, as as a football player yourself, I never played the game football. I was a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you guys go for the big hits, is it more okay? It's kind of like when you when you're playing basketball. I know that when somebody is holding the ball because they, they want that crossover yeah. and they want that they want that highlight real play. Mm-hmm. Whether they try to go for a dunk or, or they try to go in like. Four, four on one coverage just to get that highlight play mm-hmm. is a big hit in football more of a highlight play more opposed to making a safe tackle yeah um well for me it was plenty of things for me and for me I like to go for the big hit early because I like to get I call myself getting the game jitters out mm-hmm. I don't care who you are how long you've been doing it when you begin a game you you got butterflies so my logic is go for the big hit early get that biggest impact of contact so once I feel it all right, I'm good now. It's time to play. Mm-hmm. Because I can't go through it. I can't. I don't want to play a whole first quarter with virtually minimal contact. And all of a sudden, I get hit hard. Boom. 
That may, you know what I mean? That may yeah. offset my game a little bit. I'd rather go through the big hit first and then let myself know, all right, you at war now. Whatever you thinking before, them game jitters, get it out. Let's go. Let's play. So that's what it was about for me. But for a lot of guys, yeah, it's about the highlight reel. Okay. You know what I mean? Me personally. And then you also got to assess the situation because it's also an, it's an intimidation factor. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah, I, I see it as that. Well, yeah, it can be that too. But here's the thing about the intimidation factor: it also depends on who you playing. Because yeah. I can, there's certain guys where I put a boom on them, but it ain't do nothing to their confidence. That just let them know that oh, he's good too. Mm-hmm. And then I just know it's a war. I'm not intimidating you. You're not intimidating me. It's gonna be a war all game. I feel like so, that's true sportsmanship, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, it's just two gladiators. Some guys you can't intimidate. <laughs> I was never, the intimidation thing never really, that, that wasn't my thing. Yeah. I'd rather be at, I'd rather be at war with somebody that mm. like-minded. Yeah. That's uh, just my attitude. It's, look, look, I've been tackled hard before yeah. by one of your teammates, uh, Carlin. Yeah. Yeah, and he fucked my leg up. <laughs> and that was one of the most scariest things, because i never really been, like, tackled, tackled yeah. before. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. And I'm like, even with like all the the padding y'all wear, mm-hmm. that still gotta be like a rattling. But see, also the difference was I was tackled from behind. That's yeah. Well, you know, oh yeah, the worst is when the one you don't see, bro. Because mm-hmm. Carla was about six two, three hundred plus pounds at the time. Trust I was me. basketball shape mm-hmm. at that time. Trust I was me. about one hundred ninety something pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, big. I wasn't big at all back in high school or college. And then he came from behind me and just like smack and like he. Hugged me, so that I, I was like this, and I'm just going and down. Just well, hit the ground. Here's the, the, ground. Here's the other and difference: you didn't sign up for that. No, I so, did. So it's a different yeah, mindset. Yeah, that's true. If you blindside me, but I signed up for it, okay. You should have went to that. If already. I can get up, yeah, like yeah. If practice I, or something. If I can get up, I'm still playing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm still ready to do this, so it's just, it was just. I think it was more so of a mindset at the time than it is actually physical. But I can understand the whole. Well, I, 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 the point of me saying all that is, I can understand the intimidation factor. Oh, oh yeah, you because, know what I because understand. When I, got up, I, I kept watching my back, like I don't want yeah. to hit me. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah no, like, it happens. Like, like, like you hear the footsteps. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, bro, don't fuck with me. That. Now, <laughs> the positive impact is because some people don't know their own strength. Right. Um, when I back in middle school. We had a big yard um, where we played football, mm-hmm. and we, we usually play like stop to you, um, stop the motion. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, for those who don't know, you just gotta hold the person until they stop moving. Mm-hmm. I was like that guy that was just like I thought I was weak, so mm-hmm. I just like throw people, push them on the ground. Now I took this one kid, slammed him on the ground. Apparently, he broke his arm because of it. Sheesh! And that being football for a good amount of time. Savage. Wow. So, some kids don't even know their own strength and mm-hmm. hopping in this game. Yeah. And unintentionally hurting people. Right. So, I see it as a good sign for, like, yes, we need this because of that. Well, yeah. With the helmets? Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. However, we still live in a generation where this is a big, I need to hold your hand generation. Oh, that's sure. the problem. Everything is like. Well, that's the problem. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the biggest problem. Like, a participation awards like participation award generation that's what yeah, we're living where we feel like we gotta protect every little thing yeah. where I feel like you need that you need that trophy you need that battle scar to mm-hmm. really like this gonna push me further so yeah. I agree with that but then if you think about it in the other sense where it's just like imagine bullying you're saying you know you need to be bullied to be stronger like it doesn't make sense to hear that but it makes sense when it's applied differently to something yeah. when you mm. see the end result 
then that's when like oh bullying does well, make sense because look you at did not just this say person. bullying does make sense no well here's no, the I'm thing saying, I, you the, know some the, people the right. dif- the difference in it is when you sign up for football you signed up for that you signed yeah. up with the possibility that you may not get nothing you may work as hard as you can all season and not get anything right with bullying you don't sign up for that right you know what i mean so yeah, no, I'm not for the participation trophy because if I send you out there to compete, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get a reward just for wearing a helmet and shoulder pads. For get- no, this mm. that's not how this works. When I apply for a job, I don't get paid to fill out an application. I get paid once I get the job and put the time in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, like when it comes to professional sports, no, I, or, or sports, I said professional. When it comes to sports, period, I don't subscribe to p- participation trophies. I, that's... Mm. It's not a thing for me. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even understand it. <laughs> Honestly, I just. I think it's really just like one person was just bitching, like, but why didn't he get an award? You know it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then it's well, like, but did he need one? Yeah. You want the award? He don't no, want one. You the, want it. The only one, I, the only way I would say you should get a participation trophy is if you were on a championship winning team. And I wouldn't even call it a participation. I just say you should get a championship team trophy. Or as I call it, the Adam Morrison trophy. Okay. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know who Adam Morrison is, he was one of the top prospects in college to get drafted for basketball. He got drafted and did absolutely nothing. 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 He was probably the worst player. <laughs> I can play better than Adam Morrison. And he, and, and, and he got two championship rings because he was on the Lakers with Kobe. Well, here's wow. the. Well, see, but see, yeah. the, the, the back, like. See, it's the difference between being a bench player on a championship team right. and being a bench player on a mediocre team. That's just yeah, a difference. It is a difference. Because the thing is, like, you can question, can any, obviously, if you're on a championship team, you're on the best team. Yeah. So you got to question, can any of those starters on other teams cut it on the team that you're on the bench? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So that's the difference. There's that's why I say it. Right. So <laughs> it's like, in that instance, yeah, I could see a championship team. I wouldn't even call it a participation. I would say a championship team trophy. Mm-hmm. You should get one of them. But other than that, no, I don't subscribe to that because that's telling me all I got to do is wear pads and I get a trophy. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you give somebody a trophy, you can't tell them it don't mean nothing. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know what I mean? You're giving them so. No, I don't subscribe to that. And uh, Which leads me to this question. Would you guys let your kids play football? Uh, if, if that's their dream, yeah. Yeah. Like who am I to crash your dream? Mm-hmm. And like in the world we living in, I want my kids to do something mm-hmm. other than be out on the streets. Mm-hmm. I want them to get into an activity and have an activity where it can make them tougher. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, discipline them as well. Well, see, and the reason why I ask football because there's a lot of sports out here. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, are you saying uh, are you would you let them play football if they choose it, or would you suggest it? So I guess that's the better question. Um, would you suggest football or would you just kind of roll if they choose it? For my, oh, go ahead, Sway. Uh, to me, I pref- I would try to give them martial arts more mm. because I, w- I want them to defend themselves Understand. and have fun defending themselves. Uh-huh. If they're doing football, then yeah, by any means, do football. Right. So, me personally, uh, me having a son, it's not that I would turn him away from football. Mm-hmm. I would. I want my son to learn how to lose first. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My son does not know how to lose. Mm. He doesn't. And when he does, he, he does like most kids do, a, a temper tantrum when he can't win. And he has to, and I, I'm teaching him what he needs to learn is people lose. You're supposed to lose a life to get better at whatever you're trying to get to. Right. No matter if it's playing somebody else football, playing mm-hmm. soccer, or even singing in a choir. 
you have to fail. Yeah. You have everybody. You know, like uh, even when you know us podcasting. Mm-hmm. You know when I did my first show, it sucked ass. Ass. <laughs> but you go. It has to happen. How's you gonna get better? Right. You don't start great. Nobody's born this world perfect. And I would. If my son was kidding me, say I want to play football, baseball, soccer, karate. It doesn't matter. I'm like, you need to learn discipline on how to lose. You got to be able to discipline yourself. I would not turn him away from any sport that he wants to play or any activity he wants to do. It can even be ballet. But you're going to suck at it if you never did it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to know that you, when soon as you get on there, you're at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You're at the bottom, and you have to work your way up to get. That's why it's all the practice in there. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I wouldn't mind my son. Playing football, context for anything of that nature, or if I get hurt, I just want him to know that, like, like my dad always taught me, there's always somebody bigger and badder out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. That's definitely important because of what happened with the Madden tournament. Mm-hmm. You need to have that, like, yeah. reality. Yeah. Kids really, ne- really do need to learn how to and patience. take defeat mm-hmm. and pro- properly take defeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I personally. I don't think I would discourage him. I would be concerned because my brother actually did get a concussion mm. um, his last season of playing football in high school. Right. Um, I had to sit out for like three or four games and had to basically lay in the house um, because he was disoriented mm-hmm. and throwing up and all kinds of crazy stuff. They had to like cut all his clothes off and everything. It was scary. Sheesh. So it's like for something like that to hit so close to home, yeah. I don't know if I would be into it. Also, I part of learning how to lose is if he doesn't seem to be built for it. Mm, okay. All right. I can see yeah. where you're going with this. I'm going to steer him. I'm going to let him sense. know, like, if you're not, if this is not something for you, like, you don't have to necessarily be a big guy, but... Mm-hmm. You can't be fragile either. Right. I don't know what he's going to be like. He's only eight now. Um, but if he has the same build that he has now when he is, you know, 14 or 15, it probably wouldn't be the best thing for him to go into <laughs> yeah. football. You, yeah, I, I agree. But, you know, sports day, because I remember when I was going to basketballs and G's temporarily knocked me out. Hmm. Uh, you remember G's from, uh, yeah. from we were playing basketball in the gym. And I go for a rebound, but he comes up from underneath my legs, mm. which flips me upside down. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I fell on my head. Mm. And I temporarily was just like... Is it he... your momentum or his momentum? Well, when you're going for a rebound, and I, I'm going there, I had the ball, but he was going up at the same... Well, not at the same time, because when I went up, he goes up, he's going up underneath me. Oh, okay. So when he's coming up, th- these are my legs, and he's coming up, it's like this. Oh, wow. So he's flipping me. And G's was a, a, a big guy. Mm-hmm. But then he flipped me in. So I went head, my legs over head, and I fell on my head, falling backwards. And I t- temporarily knocked me out a little bit when I was in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and once again, he had a way bigger mass than I did, especially back in high school. And I'm like, you know, it. Th- those are the kind of concerns that always come with any sports. I can't say, hey, my son may not be built for football. Let him do basketball. It, look, I'm just throwing this out there. Just let him do lacrosse. Let him do, uh, let, if he wants to do ballet, let, let, cheerleading, even. Each activity has a certain in shape that you need to be in. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to get into that shape. But accidents yeah. happen 
everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't be fearful of him getting an accident mm-hmm. because you know you, you're going to you're going to get uh, scraped up a little. But you got to learn somewhere. Yeah. And it's like if if you got if you got to be if you want to be a cheerleader, I'm like, all right, well you're gonna have to get your bicep though because you're gonna be tossing these girls in the air. Yeah. You, you, you got to be limber so you can know how to do these flips or splits, whatever the case may be. But if you're going to be, you know, in basketball, you work on them calves, you work on your core, you work on them shoulders, you do all that. If you're going to be football, then you got to work on that chest. You work on that back. Said, There's different things you're going to have to work on and get yourself in shape for and different things. So I, I wouldn't – the body type thing wouldn't scare me. Like I said, like me and his mother may think differently because it's, it's probably the, the, the male testosterone is just like competitive. Mm-hmm. Where more so the woman's more of a you know what I'm saying a protector. Protective, yeah. Uh, things like you, you don't want you, you don't want to see a baby getting hurt. You mm-hmm. don't want to see anything that happen to him. And I'm like, hey, he he's out there. Yeah. If 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 he can walk, you know what I'm saying let him go out there and do it. See, now that see that's tough for me. Um, I think. I mean, not, having kids do make it different. Though. You you know what it is. I don't I don't want to I don't want to put the ex. I don't want him. I don't want to make him feel like he has to have my attitude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think as parents, you're dead by default anyway. Right, okay, that may, that may be the case. Because yeah. for me, I had that attitude. Mm-hmm. If I can walk, I can play. Yeah. Just shoot me up with some painkillers, let's do this. Don't feel the same about him. If it hurts, it hurts, sit down, sit out. That's yeah. just how I feel about it. Like, you know I what know I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, you know what I mean? But even if he knows his limit, just as a father, I don't want to see that. It was okay when I was out there, mm-hmm. but for him, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see him laid out. I knew he was hurt, and he went in anyway. I, I, I'd rather just, yo, man, just it's not worth it. You want him to it. play smarter, not yeah. harder? I mean, that's how I see it. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. That's the way I see it. Yeah. You don't have to, because you don't have to. I just look at it like you don't. If if you are the way I am, I just have to deal with it. But if you're not, you don't have to be. You know what I mean? Like mm. you're my son, but you're not me. You don't have to be like you're. Be- you can be better than me in other ways. And to be honest with you, man, this whole toughness things in terms of that when it comes to injuries, probably overrated. Mm. It's probably overrated. We probably could have played a little smarter and not harder. Oh, oh yeah, bro. you know. <laughs> so you know, when you're a teenage boy, you're full of aggression. And that's the thing. Like you know what I mean? It's just like uh, mm. so. You know, I I, I don't know. I. I I'm rolling with you, but I can see Nina's point of view too. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I probably would be rolling with you in that manner because I got to be honest. If it's fourth quarter and he's been playing hurt all game, look, man, you got a minute and a half left. You, you can tough this playing. out. Yeah, you can <laughs> tough this out. You know, so yeah, I mean, look, because if, if it hurt, you should sit down the first quarter. Right. That's yeah. that's yeah. that's definitely my mindset. And and see, I could tell. And the reason why I mentioned your kid because a lot has changed in little league. The game is nowadays it's it's a lot bigger than it was before. These kids are going down. They're traveling to different states now, mm. and not only that, they're putting more emphasis. Like I told y'all, form tackling. Yeah. They're putting a lot more emphasis on that than what I did when we was coming up. So my thing is this: if they're like, what would be the, if they're spending a lot more time with form tackling and all of that? Like what? Why are parents still so? It's like parents are more up and more in the uproar now than what we were coming up, and they have more resources now than what we did coming. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like the more resources we have, more parents are in the uproar. And back in the day, we had little to none, and our parents were like, all right, well, go ahead. I think it's ignorance is bliss. You mm. just didn't know back then. Yeah, it could and be. And now you just, like he said, it's the hold your hand, 
generation where it's like, oh, but this could happen. It didn't, but this could happen, but yeah. it didn't. And that's what people, I feel like that's what it is. She she has a very good point. Yeah, right. that is true. I, I do agree with the ignorance now because I think if our parents knew half the dangers that they know today, mm-hmm. see, they say each time it, it, it evolves. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of yeah. like you. You didn't mind your people going to Studio 54 fuck it all the way until AIDS came out. That's true. And you're like, you know what? Ah, you need to be going back to that club. <laughs> right, you know, right, t- right. T- type thing like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it, it, especially when nobody knows how it works. So it's like, back then, it's like, yo, man, he got hit hard, he a little wobbly. But in reality, and then you're seeing people that were our age as teenager back then killing themselves now right. for yeah. a result of that hit. Yeah. And, you're, and, and you're sitting there like, wait a minute, so this was actually a thing? It wasn't a thing of just being tough. So now it's like, okay, I'm going to be a little bit more cautious because I was ignorant back then and didn't see. I didn't know if I knew then what I knew now. Right, okay. Type incident. That's fair. And I think that is what, I mean, uh, there's a lot of times we can sit there and say that, you know, well, you know, everybody's a little bit more soft. It's, it's all right to be cautious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all right to be cautious. It's all right to take, if my son's hurt, I'm taking him out the game. Yeah. Now, that's all top. You know, I, if, if, sometimes if, it's too cautious. Like, my parents, like, I grew up shelter because they didn't want me to be out there to hurt myself at all. And that that messed up an opportunity for me to learn. Uh, Which brings me to this point. If kids aren't taken at that young age, Mm -hmm. if they're not taking form tackling serious enough, do we pull them? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. It's because if you're not taking it seriously, because these things are meant to protect you. Right. They're being out there to help you protect you and believe in that your fellow man. And I, and I, you know what I think? I think I honestly worded that wrong. I don't mean to say they're not taking it serious enough. I mean to say they're not getting it. It's, you know what I mean? Like, as, I, as good I, as you I, want I, them to get it. I see what you mean, but I kind of fall back on the first. Right, okay, I understand I that, like, yeah. Like, kids will take it as a joke until there's consequences. Okay. Yeah. You, think? you have That's to, like, learn. lay down the law. Mm, um, okay, I can understand that. For them that. to really be like, okay. This is going to mess up yeah. what I love. Today, though, I will say nothing is really a threat until it's shown. Yeah. That's true. And uh, that's very, very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And that's true. You know, we are sometimes we are under belief that nothing can happen to us until it happens. Until it happens. Yeah, everybody's Superman. Especially and, a gladiator exactly. sports. Everybody's Superman. I so think. It's like you can teach these kids, like, this is the way you're supposed to tackle. Mm-hmm. This is where you're supposed to take your opponent down. But they watching. You know what I'm saying? And they're just watching too many things. Like, okay, if I am a, a receiver. Mm hmm. And I'm like, okay, I see A.J. Green be breaking out of tackles from his legs yeah. and running, catching touchdowns. I'm just like, okay, I want to be like, AJ, uh, is, it, is it A.J. Green or, a, uh, you know, from a Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. But then I'm sitting there like, but remember, that's how, um, God, what is his name? You know, the one that played fo- uh, football and baseball. Football and baseball. Okay, you got Deion Sanders. What was, what was yeah, one? I don't know. The one Jerry that, Rice? No, no, the other one. The one that said that was had a very short career. Very short career. Oh wow. The one they said was going to the greatest athletes ever lived. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah. If you see how Bo Jackson got injured in football, yeah. When he was trying to pull his leg out from the guy that had his leg, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta learn like go down. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You, fighting for them extra yards sometimes is not it's as not important. Worth it. mm-hmm. And you hyperextend your knee. That. Is right there, but it's like, but I'm seeing AJ Green break out of it. That's him. Mm-hmm. But I think you know sometimes kids gotta learn. Like, okay, look, you gotta know what down is sometimes. But you, but if it's a championship game, I don't say you want to fight for them yards because yeah. there have been 
uh, things you see like Barry Sanders who break out of tackles or Marshawn Lynch and get extra yards. Well, at, yeah, I think I think you're speaking more at a high school level. Okay. Because in little league, a lot of these kids honestly they're still trying to learn the game. Forget about highlights; they're trying to learn the game. Yeah. Because in little league, a lot of things are thrown at you like down and di- I'm gonna just get a little terminology yeah. down the distance, right? Yeah. Down and distance is it's third and two. That's probably not the best time to try to create a highlight run. That's the fastest way to get benched. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> at a high school level, your mind is expanded more. You're not really worried about the the uh, the technical way of doing things. Good. At little league, you don't want to disappoint people. You're still young. You're kind of scared. So I'm gonna just do it the way he said, mm-hmm. and that way, even if it don't work, I'm safe. High school, it's like man, I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah. So it's it's a different attitude at that level. But I do I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I do understand what you're saying in terms of that. Um, yeah, I do think kids need to be sat down, but especially if they're not understanding it. It could be your best player, but if he if he's not understanding form tackling, it is really not much he can do. He can, there's yeah. really not much he can do besides hurt himself. I mean, the best thing or hurt him or hurt somebody else. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can, I can agree with that. Uh, in terms of numbers, there's going to be a huge drop-off as far as from Little League to high school. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, kids learn in Little League that football ain't for them. Yeah. So, when you get to high school, what I, what I want... What I, should that be taught year-round? Form tackling? Yeah. Year-round. Like, should we like really hammer... The uh the safety of the sport year round, not necessarily practice football, but hammer the safety of football year round. I think yeah. so. Okay. I think so. Like sports are meant to be fun. Right. You want you don't want to have a risk mm-hmm. when you're having fun. So you don't you're not concerned with uh, burning kids out with that constant uh, repetitive emphasis of safety. Well, it, it it depends on how you teach it. Okay. It depends on how you teach it. If you're Making these kids do these these plays and these practices year round, daily or weekly, and you're making them physically do it, mm-hmm. then that, that that can be taxing. Yeah, and that can be taxing. Come time to season, your body may not to be ready because the body does need rest mm-hmm. in order to get ready. However, there is a way of teaching that there is like okay, so I'm a huge professional wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and what a lot of people don't realize is they wrestle on wood. It's not a mat. Holy shit. You wrestle on wood. There's a wood plaque mm-hmm. underneath there with a slight covering of a uh, some kind of like cotton type thing mm-hmm. and a canvas. That's what they wrestle on. It's their job to protect their fellow man. Right. If you don't fall right, if you don't take the move right, because there, there, there are going to be some brutal hits. That's just the way it is. It's a, you're, you're doing contact type of sport. Yeah. But if you don't protect, when they fall, they have to have their head tucked in, or their head gonna smack back that camera, gonna knock them out. And that's happened on a couple of occasions. Sure. But year round, they have to go over this kind of stuff, so you don't injure the other person and you don't injure yourself in the process. So I look at the same thing with football. When it comes season time, you gotta practice the plays. You gotta practice the form of it. Yeah. The form tackle. Safety. Okay. But as you're going on to learn, you know, I think you should teach them. The health reasons in why I'm teaching you this. You know what I think they should do? They should, uh, a lot of these kids should have masseuse. Not like personal masseuse, like full body for pleasure, but to relax the muscles a little bit. Help these teens out. Teach them how to take care of their bodies as well as form tackling. I agree that taking care of the bodies and all, 
I don't know too much of them because a masseuse you have to take your clothes off. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the school district will buy a law that they that, be, that be, might, be, that be might. ready to do that. Because if you have a, because uh, there's no 18, uh, a good 16, 17 year old masseuse. Yeah. You got to get a grown one. Yeah. And you have an either a grown woman or a grown man massage. Cause I, cause, Touching these boys. Cause, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, when I went got my accident, uh, a chiropractor, they gave me a masseuse. Yeah. And they gave me one of deep tissue masseuses. And, and they have to really get the pain out. Yeah. And they're going to do your legs and you have to take your clothes off. Ah, uh, okay. And they're not going to have these grown people touching these kids. Kids, that's, that's true. And that's going to be a problem with that. However, there's a, there's ways you can do it. It's like, okay, we... we We'll give you an advanced health class. Yeah, that's what this it is. This is how okay. we you take care of your body. Take care of your body. On a constant. Here. On a constant. Yeah. You know, you got to replenish yourself. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Take your yeah. vitamins. A lot of kids don't take vitamins. No, nah, not You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take your vitamins to you know, keep that sickness out of you and everything. Stretch. A lot of people, just like you told me, you got to stretch. Yeah, you got to. Especially at this age. Exactly. At 30. Yeah, yeah you got to stretch. Because people just want to go in and just start lifting. So you're like, you have to stretch. And then... It's okay to work out with work out with a friend. Yeah, yeah. one it bring it brings mild competition, but then they they can spot you when you need to. You can push yourself to the yeah. max. I mean, above safety, you can get the most yeah. out of your workout. Exactly. If you got somebody with and you. And if you have those kind of people to set up a triage, some during uh, practice or anything like that to help teach these kids how to stretch, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do, and install it in their minds that this is what we're going to do. Right. Every single day, like now, when you're a teenager kid. Eating right is hard to do. It is. And a, a lot of times, you know, you be like fruits, vegetables, protein. A teenage kid is not going to eat that way, mm-hmm. unfortunately. They're going up, and they're athletes. It's like, I remember Reggie Miller took the whole basketball team to go get pizza. That's what they're going to eat. Because yeah. their boys, they're gonna have, they, they got to keep consuming a lot of things. But can the yeah. coach, can the school make a certain uh, ac- acquisition, or can, can the school... Do something specifically for these athletes that require that. Can it be a program? No, it'll be against the school code. Mm. Because I, what what I've learned, especially going different, everybody's body's different. Right. Me and you, I can get this. All right. Well, I'm going to eat a whole large pepperoni pizza. Yeah. I'm gonna get sluggish. Yeah. You may not get sluggish. There are the kids out there that can eat that and it automatically rejuvenates them. I ate, let's go to eat. Mm-hmm. You got some people that be like, I got the itis. Right. I, you know, I'm tired. I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> but by law, you have to feed the kids. Right. And you have to give them something that's going to, you know, balance things out, you know, give them brain food, stuff like that. You necessarily, schools have gone more healthy. Mm-hmm. They say, here goes some apples, mm-hmm. here goes some cut carrots, here goes some, here goes some organic apple juice type things like that nature. And it's like, okay, yeah, but you know, you still got, you, you need a heavy meal. Yeah. Sometimes, especially when it's like lunchtime or breakfast time, mm-hmm. which, you know, the biggest part of the day, things like that. You can't, like I said, a teenager, when they wake up in the morning, they're not looking for uh, a healthy, yeah. you know, they're not looking for clementines. No, they're and, looking for you know, a say, sausage McMuffin from McDonald's, bro. Who, do, who does that? <laughs> no, you know that's true. But and besides that kind of diet, I think go works better for college and professionals. That's true. Because the body can handle it better. Yeah, the body can. And even if you've seen like, okay, you look at Carmelo, who's like thicker. You know, say and LeBron. If you look at LeBron now compared to what LeBron was back in the day, oh, that's more the difference. Like this man has slimmed down because he changed his diet, mm-hmm. but he still he was still in shape seven years ago. Yeah, but 
it was the difference. It's like Shaq. Shaq was one of the most dominant centers of all time. He was a bigger guy. He dominated, but then when he stopped eating cheeseburgers and slimmed down, mm-hmm. not saying he still can't be healthy not doing that, but right. it, it all depends what your body can handle. Well, if you if I want to be honest, that's the difference between that's why you see if you see if you look at a college football player and a high school football player, that's the biggest difference. The diet. The diet. These kids yeah. go up there and they eat massively. Yeah. <laughs> but the workouts are more intense, so you naturally yeah. you need more. Uh-huh. And the food I, I'm sure they put something in that food, man, cuz even I was gaining weight and that was different. <laughs> oh, it's like prison. You yeah, start, it was, Jesus Christ. Starts is going to if you think about everything we used to eat in Lincoln, it was starch every. Look, you, you yeah. had the hoagie station, mm-hmm. you had the pizza station, and you had the regular lunch station. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, the people that put foods in colleges now were all like franchises, and yes. like, yeah, it's not nothing that's cooked in the school ever. It's yeah. probably all frozen. And then, yeah. and then when you're in college, you get them diamond dollars. Mm-hmm. When you go yeah, out, I you swear. realize your financial aid is paying for food. You eating everything. Eating everything. I swear. Fuck that shit. I was at I was at Quizos every night. You hear what I'm saying? I, I, I paid like, for this shit. I might as well eat yeah. it. The fuck. I feel like freshman college me could have gripped senior high school me up. Like, bro, no, bro, bro, stop what you bro, doing. When I, was, when I was in college. Before I break every bone in your body. <laughs> hey, especially when you ain't know no better. Say, hey, you got hundred fifty dollars in diamond dollars. I said, I got how much? Yeah. Like, like today, I'm looking like, damn, that's all I got. Yeah, like, right, right. Back then, I'm like, yeah. what? And a quiz was going to cost $9? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you why I didn't worry because I always knew of nothing else. You ain't worried because you was your friend. No, I didn't worry because I knew my my, my, my people was going to feed me. If it wasn't going to be my mom, it was going to be my pop. If it wasn't my pop, it was going to be my brother. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm always going to eat. that's the other thing. If you think about it, like, kids leave their families in high school, I mean, in college. And then they have to defend themselves, like, oh, yeah. their mental, physical, emotional health. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to do that shit. They go from being 18 in high school in May to being an 18-year-old in college. The world expects something different from you. Yeah. But then that one summer, they expect you to, to, to know who you are and mm-hmm. to be able to feed yourself correctly. Because at that point in college, you was, you know, high school, you were baby, quote, yeah. quote whatever. Yeah. But then when you get to college, they'd be like, oh, well, you're an adult now. You can make your own decisions. You just picked all your school classes. You can you should be able to pick what you want to eat. I'm not sure, then, athlete. And then they leave you. It, yeah. took, it took me two months to fill up. I had to actually put Tide in there with my wife other than just bleach. Oh, come on now. Even I knew that. No, I fucked up bad. I was just like, why ain't my wife getting clean? I'm like, I'm pouring the bleach in here. They're like, are you pouring soap? Like, right. I'm like, no, white is bleach. You, you still need to wash it. Wait, 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 wait. He judged me for everything, but even I knew that. Yeah. I ain't judge. I just said you got it, nigga. You don't fight. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> See, My I, mom taught me that. Yeah, I said. No, and, well, you know, everybody has something different because uh, Lil' ain't know how to shop. Hmm. He put like he used to eat white saroni by the box. But this man used to put loaf of bread and a uh, two liter soda in the same bag. What? What? Exactly. Like, but the bread's gonna get crushed. Hey, gripping like this, and I'm just like, bro, did, did you did you not know you're supposed to put bread into this? Soda? He just put things in a bag. He puts things in. That's okay. And, I'm like, and that's what he's going to Weiss. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm saying, so you everybody got sucked. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. No, but uh, but I'm glad y'all talked about college because that brings me to this next question. Because of the injury frequency, should college athletes be compensated? Uh, That's a big one. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> should they be compensated? Should they be paid? Sense? No, should they be paid? Oh, should, should they, they be- get a check? No. What do you mean? That people are paying for them to go to school. 
What? Go ahead. Like, I, okay, go, go ahead. Not, yeah, saying, I, not saying they don't deserve to be, like, I don't, okay, personally, I don't think they deserve a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think, yes, if the school is, if the school believes in your talent, bro, this school better pay for you to go to school. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like your compensation should be. Is you know They're paying for you to go to school. That's one less thing you have to worry about so you can focus on the sport they want you to play. But now you want them to cut you a check. Where do you think this money coming from, bro? It's coming from my tuition money is where this check coming from for you. Mm. It's different. Whereas in like, you know, like NFL, that's that's money coming from sponsorships. That's money coming from elsewhere. Not my pocket. I don't give a shit. Mm. But in college, I feel like everyone is already struggling to grab a piece of the money pie. And, and I feel mm. like you're already getting a full ride just being being mm. built the way you are and having the talent you might naturally have or the talent you built up to. That's cool and all. I know I ain't that smart. I know I ain't that athletic. I can't get that scholarship. Mm-hmm. Do you. But don't have them raise my tuition because you want to check. Mm. Hey, I, I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, we, we, we had this conversation for years. Mm-hmm. And I know you're very passionate about it. And I do. I I agree to a certain extent, but not a paycheck because is that that's slightly biased. Mm-hmm. And you're xing people out like they do in the real world now. It's like you a, a football player is like okay, they're going damn. Should they get like should they get money? I understand that we sit here eating ramen noodles. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And, 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 and we, and we eat toast and everything like that and oatmeal bowls. And we, we do <laughs> we doing all this and it's like. Man, we putting our bodies online out there. I got that part. Mm-hmm. But then you also got to think that you're not the only kid eating ramen. And it's just like, there's other sports. There's other clubs. So, stuff that we may not like. Mm-hmm. Something we, we may not be into. People that go in there for like a science scholarship or something like that. And the pressures, ROTC, the pressures that these academics or these programs require can stress a student out, period. That's the mm-hmm. part of going... I think the biggest thing about stress is... When you're new at it, you don't know how to handle it. Right. If you start giving a kid the check, mm. they going to waste the check. you just wasting and, your money. And all you're doing is you building this money that's coming to the school. Like she was saying, they sponsors are giving that the school to stuff. We collectively just paying, you know, for such a... I'm saying the sponsor's going to try to come and try to pay you, but it's illegal. No, 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 no. I'm going to break it down for y'all. I'm going I'm to I'm let y'all know why these kids should be paid. Okay. These schools are not making millions. They're making billions off ticket sales, boosters, jersey sales, which has no name on the back of it, but we know who these kids are. Mm-hmm. Number two, Florida State. Don't have a name on the back of it, but you knew that was Deion Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I look at it like this. If you're going to make billions off the sweat of these kids back, because we could say tuition. Tuition builds the stadiums. I, I do think... Tuition does make certain things, but when you talk about how does how this how this thing actually gets funded, ticket sales, boosters, Nike Nike sponsorships, which not only gives them jerseys but gives them a check. Now TV sponsors, because I'm not talking about Division Two. Uh, if we talk about Division Two, that's something different. The ticket sales and the sponsorships really ain't that much. I'm talking about Clemson, the big schools. I believe uh, these kids. Big Ten, yeah, but even these kids need to get paid because these people are making buku bucks off the sweat off these kids' backs. Okay, so, so I agree with that. But the you, fact that people are using these kids to put money in their I, own pockets and they're not getting a piece of that. But I then, agree with well, that. Well, but then not only that, when you got a coach who can sit up here and say, 
I can get paid for interviews. I can get paid simply by attaching my name to something. A coach. This is this is guy. I'm not I'm not trying to demean coaches, but this is a guy that does nothing more than to tell my child what to do, and it may not be the best interest so much. His only job is to recruit. He does not care if your child potential gets maxed out. He cares about getting the best possible players in the country. If you don't fit my uh, program, oh well. You're disposable. And did you also know these scholarships aren't guaranteed? These scholarships are barring that you hold up your end of the bargain. Meaning you have to be at least half as good as we think you are. So this whole thing starts off as a business. None of this is guaranteed. So none of these kids get... That's why they get stressed out. It's not just... I got to be the practice at 5 a.m. It's I got to be the practice at 5 a.m. And I got to be at least half as good. And I'm not going to get none of these perks that this coach is getting. This coach is getting $4.5 million a year. And I'm getting the same perk as everybody else. But my body's on the line week in and week out. Not just during the season, but during the offseason as well. Oh, you think they got summer vacation? Nope. Going right back up school for studies. Because guess what? Those classes that I'm taking... Four classes a semester. I got to make up them other classes I couldn't take throughout the course of the year. I got to make that up and I got to come back. My GPA as a freshman has to be a 2.0, which is not a big deal. Problem is I'm 17, 18 years old and I got to know how to manage time and be an effective athlete. Not just an athlete. I got to be an effective athlete. Meanwhile, this coach is a 45-year-old man. He's got life down packed. They're giving him $4.5 million a year. I'm getting beat up and I ain't getting nothing. And there's no guarantee. More than likely, I'm not going to the NFL. You just made buku bucks off the sweat off my back. And what did I get? I got a full scholarship because I was half the athlete. But what is my degree worth? I got a, de- I got a, de- I got a degree in communications. You know why? Because you helped me coast through this whole thing. Because your objective is if I make your classes easy, I can make you a better athlete. That was your objective. I trusted you, coach. You told me, take these classes, don't worry about nothing. Take these classes, and you'll coach me through, and we'll be good. That's what you told me, coach. Now, I didn't did all this. I'm not going to the NFL. I didn't get paid a dime. Yeah, I got a scholarship, but how many? Then look at it like this. How many other people get scholarships for academics and other reasons, minority scholarships? Are we really going to look at that like that's the big thing for athletes who's grossing billions of dollars? Now, we could say... The other thing is about the real world. Let's talk about the real world. Is the real world fair? Absolutely not. No. So why are we teaching college kids that the real world should be fair? The money is in the business. If I'm a football player and I'm grossing big business, you got to pay me. This is a business, right? But to what extent? I'm saying there's going to be unfair regardless. Right? I, I... I respect it because you're looking at the fair point. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. It's a business. and But then the same sense, you're saying life isn't fair. And you also said, you signed up for this. It's not fair. Yeah. You're making money off my name. That's the fair point of it. But you just said when they got the jerseys mm-hmm. and they're buying the jerseys, you're making money off their name. You're making money off off, off the uh, the college players. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's and not the fair. That's the unfair part. But go that's ahead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All this is unfair. Right. So, but what I'm saying is, if you give the kid the check, then what? 
It ain't like the kids saying, okay, I want to go use his own tuition. I'm going to go. They're not going to do that. But here's the thing. I think there's that thing. You can you can also give them financial management classes because you're giving them everything else. Look, I'm going to give you this money, but you should do this with it. Now, if you blow it, that's a life lesson. Sort of like us. We had to learn life on our own. If you blow it, that's a life lesson. Oh, well, we compensated you for your services. Our hands are clean. We owe you nothing. But to flat out not give them nothing and say, well, we gave you a full ride. We even. We ain't even. This ain't good business. If I provide an effective service and you give me nothing but a full scholarship that I probably could have did if I didn't have this added stress. I could have got an academic scholarship if I didn't have an added stress. All the athletes should be paid there. If, if, this is what I'm saying. I look at business as business. If this if this athletic department is grossing in the money, the athletes should be paid. If it's not grossing the money, it shouldn't be paid because it's all. I'm just looking at it from a business aspect. But what if the athletes are good athletes and life's not fair, like you're saying? They could be good athletes on their own, but the team might be trash. They just stuck in that school, so that That's, good athlete shouldn't get paid. You know what I mean? Like I understand what you're saying, but my thing is: are the tickets selling? Are the jerseys selling? Are their names attached to big sponsorships like Nike? Because if so, you got to compensate them. It's a business that I understand. Because there's the thing. There's ethics in this business. We all know that that don't mix. Yeah. Nah. So from the business aspect, you got to be honest. Like, all right. Okay. I don't like. Here's the thing. If it was up to me, all athletics would sell. Everybody would get a piece of the pie. Everybody would be happy. Unfortunately, it doesn't go that way. Football's America sport. Yeah, I, I know for America's war, and I, and, I, and that's where your passion is at. But if if I want to pay mm-hmm. an athlete or compensate for the time, mm-hmm. I have to pay everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't you pay can't everybody. It's it. not fair. Why not? They earn the sponsors. It's not. Like, it's it not fair, fair because everybody puts their body on the line. Like, yeah. for example, y'all know I went to Temple. Temple's big money makers are their football and their basketball. So if you wanted to pay your big basketball players, say you pay them a stipend, mm-hmm. because then you can give them a small stipend to just have, you know, yeah. do their basic things, because well, you need things outside of your scholarship. Well, $500, dollars, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they make big money for the university. <laughs> However, there are people who are on the crew team, which mm-hmm. is rowing. Doesn't sell. Very difficult sport. These yep. people are putting their bodies But you can't say it doesn't sell because it's on TV. Okay. They have their own Okay, okay, but here's my thing. Okay, now if it sells, again, like I said before, if it sells, you gotta pay them. So I have a question. But, so that if it's if it sells business, like they're putting their life on a line not their life, their body on a line body. or whatever. Like there are other departments and majors in the school that also have to dedicate time and their body to two things whether it be like observations at a school they're not getting paid to be at that school but but they're doing teacher things or they are at that science museum doing scientific things i don't know what Mm -hmm. science majors might do or or film majors they are out on sets doing things that other people on sets are getting paid for and they're not, do you think they should be compensated for it? If, if doing, you have a minimum amount of hours you have to meet in your major, 
if I'm looking at it from a business perspective, I, I get what y'all y'all looking at it from a everybody works hard perspective. No. I'm looking at it from no, a I'm, business. I mean, it's a business, no, no, it's though. Like, it's like, it's like, it's but wait, but do you know how much money goes back, is backed into those rope, those crew teams? That's rich people's sport. Okay, yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. Then you I'll pay a lot that's of money. That, that's okay, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not get wrapped up in what I'm saying specifically. If the road team, okay, if it's selling, if it's a rich people's sport, and people are paying their money to see it, them athletes should get paid. That's my whole point about this. If, if it's not doing well, if it's just breaking even, they shouldn't. And also, let's be advised, I didn't say these kids should be NFL rich. I'm just saying pay them something. Well, but, no, but, we're not saying they need to be AFL rich, NFL rich. I just, I just personally feel like the topic of paying a kid to be an athlete and they're not in major league or whatever. I just feel like that goes against like everything you're taught as a as a kid, as a as a, as anybody. It's like that's the issue. I feel like that's the issue we have right now. Is like everybody wants to back athletes because they think athletes bring in big money, which then causes athletes to be stressed and go through all the issues you're bringing up, which is an, an honest to god fact. But it's like if you spread that like that drive mm-hmm. to everyone across the board i feel like that'll lessen the load on these athletes like yes you can be an athlete you you can be a good athlete it's not the participation award type of feel right. it's just like it's okay like you can do it you you can still be great and everything but like maybe we shouldn't put this much pressure on you and just spread the pressure equally because some things get funded some well. things don't get funded because they realize it brings money and now it becomes economic and business and instead of it being about the athlete like yeah. you're saying yeah okay well look i'm gonna look at it from the business perspective mm-hmm. the same way i'm gonna look at the business perspective you gotta do it like this okay so i got a whole team of football players you're passionate about football that's yeah. not gonna change and yeah. i respect the passion of football i'm passionate about basketball i'm gonna tell you what right now I, it's not me being passionate about football it's me constantly seeing you get a, a roster of mm-hmm. a college football roster right it's about 70 kids yeah. So you got 70 kids. If you pay 70 kids, uh, not on average, on average, if you pay each kid 200 bucks, 70 kids, how much money is that? Okay, but here's what I'm looking at. It. You can't pay just some $200. Come look at this. From business, there's levels. Okay. No, well, well, I was is getting it? to that. I was getting uh, to that. I'm saying on average, just on average, every kid gets $200. That's not going to apply across the board because you got your started. Like you said, it's average. If you ain't a starter, you have to know. First of all, competition starts from day high. You yeah. got to know. You get, if you're good enough, to get, it's going to happen. And you know it from a freshman trying to make it to the NFL. You know in your mind, it's not about this little college money. I'm trying to make it to the NFL. I got to be the best that I could possibly be. You got to know it's competition. I'm a grown man. I'm 18, 19, 20 years old. You're going to cry because... You didn't play a down. You were a backup. You didn't play a down. And you got 50 bucks this week versus that starter. But I look at it this way. In business, I agree with you a thousand percent. But you're asking an 18-year-old to think like a 36-year-old man. They're not. That's not. You think different than yeah. these kids out here. No, I get it. I, I get you it. watch the kids and mm-hmm. you're just like, you know, I feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. But these kids, just like we just talked about earlier, the participation trophy. Are they 18 to 22? Are they? Because here's the thing. And uh, oh, and by the way, we're going to bury these kids in debt. Not not the app, maybe not the athletes who will keep their, not just get, but keep their scholarships. 
But these kids that you're talking about that are going to graduate, the Ninas, we're going to bury these kids in debt when they graduate. Yeah, that's so that's the flip side of with, it. With, with no matter how you flip it, no matter how you turn it, no matter how equally you try to be, somebody comes out. Yeah, somebody with, gets the It's never the going yeah. to be fair. That's what I'm saying. It's never going to be fair. And you're looking at, for, if you're looking at business, business is not fair. True. Life is not fair. But that right there, you're looking... If you if you're doing that for just the athletes, it's like why are the athletes doing all this? It's not about bringing in the money because I'm just saying lacrosse brings in money. Then they should be paid. But I'm just saying, but you can't just do it that way. You can't just say when when when, when the road you, team, when the lacrosse team, when all of the students, this dude, when all the white sports come in mm-hmm. and they, they they're getting funded by the rich white folks. Mm-hmm. And so like that, and you're saying these students should get paid, but then you also got what about the funding that's going to this chess club? That's by that word. logic, okay, I get that, but if they not signed, because by that logic, what you saying is the NFL is a hundred percent wrong because police officers should be paid that kind of money, firemen should be paid that kind of money. Agreed. Unfortunately, it's, but, it's an entertainment thing. Right, that's all I'm saying. Like I get what y'all are saying; it's not going to be fair across the board. But th- at a certain point, you got to say, "Yo, I'm gonna say this." It's a double-edged sword because yeah. these are young yeah. children who don't have any experience if you were to pay them how to manage this money. However, we do also have to take into account that with these kids, they're constantly either in class or practicing or playing. More than likely, they don't have time to have a job. Another so thing. if you gave them a small stipend, they would have money just to have some money in their pocket because this is taking up the time that they more than likely would have if they were to do a work study. If they were to do, I would say build it into their financial aid. That would be a way to, so you give the... So you get a refund check right now? Something like that. So it's like... Okay. So it's like if you were, if you were really dead set on giving athletes... um some kind of compensation it would have to be built into like their financial aid package and they would have to come in prior to all the students which they usually do because when I had my orientation at Temple I had my orientation early and it was the whole football team See what I'm saying? So they came in. What? I see what you're saying from like, I, I agree with it being in your financial aid. I agree I with it being in a form yeah. where it's like con- controlled. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just don't think it should what? be like, oh, you played a game, here's a paycheck. Exactly. You so played a game, like, here's a paycheck. Well, that's part of financial. If you want to build it in to their financial aid and you put it in there and say like a work study type of thing. So it's like if you practice from, because I know at Temple it was. You have to have all your classes done before 2 p.m. Because you have to practice from 2 p.m. to maybe 6 p.m. So if you practice from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. And then you got to go home and do homework. Then the next day you got a game. And then you got... uh, And then... So you only have that one day a weekend to catch up on whatever papers or whatever you have to do. And then the cycle starts all over again. So you got maybe two classes in the morning. And then a small break. Practice. Homework every day so when do you have time really to um earn any money to survive so i understand because this is essentially their job because it requires so much time now if you're in an extracurricular like you want to be in a club and everything things like that that's by choice that is something you pick up um you know 
because you like it and you want to do it. Mm. If you are going into school on an athletic scholarship um, with the understanding that you're going to be doing this basically 24-7, you want to eat, sleep, and breathe football in class. Football in class. Basketball in class. Soccer in class. So then I could understand building it into their financial aid because also and that money could come from the money they um are getting from the ticket sales because Tipper for example uses the link okay and if they really want to they can pack the link which to me is outrageous they pay millions of dollars every year to rent out that which is why they're trying to build that dumbass stadium in the middle of north philly Philly, which is trash (laughs) but either way think about all the money you're getting because everybody in there is not a temple student and even some temple students have to pay so like me as an alumni i would get a cheaper ticket but i would have to still pay something people are coming out to do these people are buying they are buying jerseys they are they're paying for um paying for they're getting tv time and sponsors are paying money to be advertised during games so it's like there's money coming in it is a big money making machine for football basketball even for things like the like soccer um crew the cross like you were saying it is a lot of money being made here um and like on a on a small scale for example shorthand remember they paid football they got no funding they had to fundraise everything but short but they were the biggest money making activity in school the school took all the money and i was just like that's not fair these kids don't have uniforms but y'all can't buy them uniforms. All the ticket sales and concession stand sales that y'all had from the game goes back into the school. That doesn't seem fair to me. And I understand life isn't fair, but that's not something that should have to be spread around for everybody else who didn't do the work. Here's the here's my thing. We talk about life isn't fair. That's true. But aren't we all under the impression that if you provide a service, you should be paid for it? Yes. So... And then also, let's be advised that everything is contract everything is contractual. From the scholarships to the financial aid stipend that she suggested mm-hmm. to the paycheck that I'm talking about. Everything's contractual. So if you don't show up to five AM practice, part of that check gonna be missing or some of that financial aid stipend, whatever you get, should be missing. You should have to get some of that back. You, you know what I mean? You have to pay it back and then you can't come back until you do. That's what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? Everything is contractually obligated. So it's not like, oh, he's a scholarship athlete, so he can do anything he want. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And his money's guaranteed. No. You get this barring that you provide this service. Because this is a round-the-clock service and it is like a dedication. A but then is that compensation? I feel like compensation is, you well, did this, we, you know, we need to acknowledge you did this. Here's your money. I feel like compensation and like earning earning is is different. And if mm. you if you're talking about compensating them, that's a sense like a grant. I'm gonna give you this. You don't gotta give it back. No, no, no. That's, that's not compensation. No, that's, but if you're talking about like they earning their keep, that's different. Then, that's, that's, then, yeah. then yes, I'm a, I can agree with you. Like yes, yeah. they <laughs> like Nina's saying they shouldn't. They should yeah. have uniforms. They yeah. should be kept you know upkept they should be doing good you know mm. the team shouldn't be suffering because the school's taking all the money that's not fair yeah you know what i mean but if you mean compensating them for putting their body on the line because giving okay. them money no that they don't get. need to give back that's why and then also uh, right. see no but see also i also threw in financial manager at the time too 
Yeah, you can say, well, that between 18 and 22, they probably won't pay attention in class, but it was given. You took the class. Whether you took it serious or not, it's a life mm-hmm. lesson. But you got that same class every year. <laughs> I, I think it was a case of misunderstanding. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's okay. what that's You what said compensate. Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, I, I don't agree you should be given for something that you know that when you're saying like a job, yeah. earning, I you know, you do this, if you're not meeting the requirements that I'm trying to pay you for, then you don't get paid. Mm. You just said. Well, no, no, no. But, but the reason why I said that because that's how they do these scholarships. That's what, that's what I'm saying. But, but, but when you're saying the same way about paying these kids, oh, okay, if you yeah. don't get up at five a.m. practice, yeah, you, you know, what I'm saying, then you don't need. Yeah, you don't work. You don't need. Yeah, I'm saying that's I a contractual can, I agreement. I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I can agree because you know, college alone is hard. Right, and then college for everybody. Mm. And on top of that, when you have when, when you have to provide your athletic service. <laughs> To them, you get to help make them money. That's even harder. And I remember the times where you was doing the intramural football, yeah. and I'm just like, they had to do damn it the same things they had to do for the regular football team. It's kind of like when we was doing intramural basketball. I was like, we we literally doing the same. And the problem with intramural in college is you don't get the same treatment a, as the the, the, the new, football team. Right? You you get it worse. Yeah. And that's just terrible because your jerseys are basically gym shit. Yeah. That they had like hand me down, hand me down type mm-hmm. shit like that. That's that's what you get. You gotta pl- you play other schools and other stuff like that when everybody's done off the court, court type yeah. thing, type thing or off the field stuff like that. So you get it even worse than that. So you know I do you know get that. On top of that, you may have like he uh, like I said I'm not just saying this because he's my best friend, but he was a good football player. But they just didn't see him. Go- I don't know how it was, but th- something about it, they probably didn't see him good enough for the main team. Mm. Mm-mm. So they well, just- no, I um, I actually, I came on late. Uh-huh. This is the whole story behind it. I came on late. I never kept in contact with Lock Haven, which was my irresponsibility. Uh-huh. You're right. I'm just saying, me personally, straight up the bat, they told me I wasn't good enough for the re- mm. actual basketball team. Well, no, I could tell you what happened because actually, yeah. it was a few schools I didn't, I didn't keep in touch yeah. with shippings, but it was my job to go uh-huh. on a visit to these schools, meet the coaches, shake their hands, and because they came to Lincoln for me. Yeah, I just didn't show up. That was my irresponsibility. Mm. Even at 17, responsibility just don't start in your mid-20s. That got to start yeah. young. If you want it, you got to go get it. I just thought, well, I play well, it'll come to me. I learned it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You can't. I'm not dwelling on it, but it's. I had to learn that. Now, imagine if things went the way, if things kept going the way I thought it was going to go. Where would I be right now? If I thought, well, things would just come to me. All I got to do is be good. It'll come to me. It doesn't. This world does not work that way. Mm-hmm. Especially a young black man. You're going to have to work twice as hard. And you're going to have to go get it. If they yeah. tell you, oh, so-and-so is looking at you. They want to speak to you. Go speak to them. Mm-hmm. Get up and go. Don't sit. Oh, I'll speak to somebody else. Oh, I'll, I'll put it off. All right. Well, I had to learn the hard way. It don't work that way. Because I actually went to his office. And he threw that in my face. Oh, yeah. I went to the school for you. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you did, coach. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Mm. What's your excuse? Yeah, yeah, you ain't got one. Exactly. That's what it was. I'm not mad at nobody for that. That's mm. on me. So that was the issue with that. And then, of course, my academic skills is horrid. It's a terrible student at the time. It's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, enough for that. Damn, we went way off topic. We was no, that was talking part about. Well, well, no, it was. It was. It was part of it. It was part of it. But I want to get back to the uh, to the injury uh, to the uh, safety of the game mm-hmm. because a lot of pro football players are abusive towards their wives and their children, and I'm wondering, is it because of the game? Um, I think it has. I think, I think it's a power trip. It. That, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Some of it is the game, and some of it might be I make the money. No, I still think it's from the, the game. It, it's mm. like you got all this aggression. You go on the field all day and just hit dudes. Yeah. And literally level people. It's not a light and you switch. Got all, exactly. Mm. It's not like you can just get off the field and stop being it, it, aggressive because you can't take that out yeah. on your teammates. Because mm-hmm. your teammates will knock you in your face. Right. But that's and what you need. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a fight. So you go home, and what do you do? You take out that aggression yeah. where you can, whether it be you breaking something mm-hmm. or you hitting on somebody or whatever the case is. That, and I think it may have some brain, we had some brain issues. Right. With the CTE thing. And also, I just think that there's no hard and fast consequences. So they feel like they can get away with it. Because if you knew if I hit my wife today, I'm not coming back for the rest of the season or whatever, then you'd go find another way to take out your anger or aggression mm-hmm. or your extra testosterone, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think it all comes back to the game. Um, because these are not people who I think would just not hit their wives if they weren't football players. They probably still would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, fame and money just magnifies who you are mm-hmm. 10 times. So I think it's a thing of both. Mm-hmm. Really. Uh I think uh once again, especially with paint sports, it's hard to turn that aggression off. Mm-hmm. It's hard, to, you know, you, you, you keep going on that trip. Pause, I got to pee. <laughs> mad cold. Huh? Talking. Okay. Shit, what's I talking about? It's a combination of both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a combination of both. So uh, I, you know, it's hard to turn the aggression off, and I think a lot of these football players, sometimes or these athletes, I'm not just going to just blame on football yeah, players. It's mm-hmm. all about them. Yeah. They, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, they do, bro. It just funny. some be on, like on like you know some just be on a power trip, and some feel you know just like I can take my aggression out on my wife, and mm-hmm. they, they can't, they physically can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And then you got some players that just put themselves in these terrible situations. I mean, terrible. And they it. and they mess with the wrong kind of ratchet women. Mm. And I'm not blaming. Like, I'm not blaming the men or the women in this one. But there are you got to look at all situations from all different kind of lights. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you know they put them in a situation where a woman can purposely piss them off. Yep. Mm-hmm. They want you to hit them to get this money. Get that mm. money. Sorry. And because they know all they got to do I'm just happy I got some fish. You know what I'm saying? When they, did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> this cold as shit. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, and that they are taking upon themselves to, you know, push these men's buttons mm-hmm. in certain ways and stuff like that. And then to the point where they know that since they're that powerful, they can just go off and mm-hmm. just lay them out. But they're like, as soon as I wake up, I'm getting paid. I think I got so, an interesting fact. But yeah, so, you know, I think it goes a, a lot of different ways. I think the game brings a lot of pressure on them. Especially, it don't help when you full of aggression and you didn't do good. And then you got Stephen A. Smith coming at you on sport on Ooh. first that take. Was pop- or, or, you know what I'm saying, you got Skip Bales. Or, or, you know what I'm saying. Or say, 
We have been <laughs> hoodwinked, <laughs> led astray, run amok, God and damn. flat out deceived. Hoodwinked, bamboozled, <laughs> led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Yeah. That is so rude. We're keeping all of this. Yeah, it's yeah. been great is, tonight. Oh, I'm say because Stephen A. Smith be going off with his people. Open it. And he really? talked about stuff. He calls yeah. himself a running oh, back. You be be like, wait, hold on, bro. <laughs> you ain't even out there. <laughs> and you know, and then and you turn to all these sports channels and everybody's talking about you, especially if you're a key player that had a bad game. Mm. And and that's just worse. Mm. And they go out there and, and they talk about and they and they come at your craft. So you you know yeah. your pride, your personality's hurt. Yeah. And so now it's like I gotta take my aggression out on something. You know, say so it's a lot of stress. You know, with the game so that so that's why. I, yes. I was just looking at that. I'm sorry, I had nothing to do with this. Oh, uh, so okay. Don't pay attention to what I'm doing. All right, but go ahead. Joe I agree. Uh, go ahead. Well, that was a nice picture. Oh, that was a nice picture. Uh. But um. No, I think it's a more deep-rooted issue. I think a lot of these athletes don't know themselves outside of the sport. I think a lot of them are insecure. Like, I know I wouldn't have this woman if I didn't play this sport. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot of psychological issues. I think it's the game as well. I think some of it is power. But I think it's mostly a... a I'm going to beat you because I don't know how to handle my emotions any other way. Accurate. Type of, type mm. of uh, yeah. situation. Because a lot of these players, not only do they not know how to handle their emotions, like I said, they don't know themselves. If, they, if you take away a football... As... I don't want to throw a name out there, but ask any big time player, yo, what up? Man, I'm so. First, the first way he's going to identify himself is I'm the star of this team. Mm. He's not going to say, I'm a whatever, I'm a father, I'm this, I'm that. It's I'm a star of this team. Oh, and I'm a father of four children with a woman. He's not going to. The first thing he identifies himself as is a star. Mm. So you might ask him, what's your other talent? Oh, well, all right. Why is everything you do dealing in entertainment? Why can't mm. you just say, "Hey, man, look, I speak well. I do this well. I do that well. I do art. I'm a football player, and I could identify with the mindset because up until I realized I wasn't going to play in the pros, I kind of thought the same way. Well, I'm Joe Franklin. I lift weights. I play football. That's what I do. I don't yeah, do much you. of anything. That's else. how you measure your worth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you get a guy. You get these guys that's made it to the pinnacle. Not just made it to the NFL, they're stars. Don't know how to identify with themselves anywhere else. And then a female who they know they wouldn't be with if they weren't stars come up and say, you ain't sh... Mm-hmm. So who says the female does that? No, I mean, I'm just... There are some that are crazy. No, there are a lot. Yeah. I, the, the, the dynamic in sports with like marriage and dating and everything is, is super toxic because it's like, Y'all don't love these women. These women don't love y'all. That's the, and that that's makes, the thing. And that makes for a toxic relationship when you right. are in a space where you really need real emotional support. 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 Yeah. Right. I'm be real with you. The best example I could think of, because I don't even personally know these people, but Kanye and Kim, mm. in a time where he really desperately needs actual love and support. He needs some help. He needs somebody who is here for him that is not here for the entertainment factor. Mm. Same thing with these football and basketball players. All these athletes, you need somebody who is really there with you because they care about you as a person, not you, the basketball player. You, the football player, or that care about you, the trophy Ooh, wife, or you, the model. Yeah, And you need to actually know that they care because the th- other thing is... 
if a lot of these guys don't know themselves, how the hell can they know love? Can they know what? How the hell can they know love? Uh, so if I if yeah, I, if I, I you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if, if I'm a football player, if I identify with myself as a football player, I don't know myself as anything other than that. And you come along and tell me you love me, you only love me because I'm a football player. Yes, you mm-hmm. love that's, what I do. Right, that's the mindset. You love what I do. You love the money I bring in. Think about it. When guys with money say sorry, what's the first thing they do? They go out and buy something. Yep. Is it true? You see what I mean? So that's that's the correlation right then and there. I ain't never seen a football player make a bracelet. Everybody has their different love languages. That may be genuinely how they say sorry, but do you know how to deal with any other extreme emotions? You know, it's like these things start off in such a flighty manner it's like oh this was a girl who i thought was cute can you go get her number for me uh and then y'all start talking and you know just start being seen out with each other and it's like are y'all really sitting down and getting to know each other you really know this person next thing you know they then got married or they got some kids or something and nobody really knows each other which is a huge problem in just regular life so imagine how much more magnified that is in the entertainment industry when you have people with even less time to really get to know each other who are out here procreating and making very permanent decisions with very temporary people so I think all of that plays into it on the emotional like regular civilian side of things and then the fact that they are famous just heightens everything Mm -hmm. it's just I don't know it's to me it's just real crazy that the issue is people a lot of people were like well should your employer really be involved in your home life like that when in actuality more than likely most other employers are not involved in your life like that unless you are a big like you are a ceo or a big executive there's nothing in your employment contract there's no clause or anything that says if you beat your wife then you lose your job represent something Mm -hmm. you represent this organization as a whole and then on a lower level you represent your team Mm -hmm. whether you are a bench player or you are um the star quarterback you are still known as an agent of the Philadelphia Eagles or whatever. So you don't have the luxury of saying, I'm going to just keep what I do behind closed doors because somebody's going to figure out, oh, that's such and such as wife from the Eagles. Yeah. And she got, she came in here with a black eye yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she won't tell us how she got it. I'm willing to bet it was because they lost all their preseason games and they ain't have no, he ain't had nowhere else to take out his anger. But she just saying she walked into a door. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. no, there's no repercussions for it. Because this, I mean, the state that the, the game's in right now is a mess anyway. Yeah, that's what I right. no desire. It's too many, it's too many issues of the game. And personally, I think at some point, we as humans, we realize that this sport is too much for the human body. Especially once technology starts to fail us based on its everlasting evolution uh, on equipment and athlete. Because every athlete's getting big. We just talked about that. They're getting bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Every five years, mm-hmm. somebody pops up 6'8", mm-hmm. 380. Running a 4'2". Like, mm-hmm. it's insane. I say, obviously, that was an exaggeration. Yeah, but no, I got you. <laughs> so, at some, so, at some point, we'll either be... <laughs> so, I think at some point, we'll either be using robots <laughs> or they're just going to do away with the game. Skynet or they, is a thing. 
robots. I don't want to see robots. But but no. But if you look at you know what though, either we'll be using robots or they'll be dressing players up. An that equipment equipment that's equivalent to freaking like, robots. Cyborg. That's what I'm saying. Like people gonna be like, at least that's what I'm starting to think. I'm good on What y'all think about people. it? I don't. Uh, that, I'm so scared of that. <laughs> but at some point, because you they're gonna make a mind on themselves. I about to say if that's that sounds like I'm we just watch Detroit. Detroit. We just played Detroit. We know we have too many movies. They just gonna rebel. I'm about to say, look, if that's the case, I'd rather watch a little Fox. uh 29 robot that be spiking the football every time and just have a team it up be playing I'm cool with that hey man no but but I'm really think about look at the way they dressing these guys is it not robot if you look at the football equipment they have now yeah, just, it's robotic. It's robotic. I was just looking at that John like, wait a minute. Pretty soon they're gonna, like, they gonna put like untraceable steel. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, why would y'all want to do that? You could go for the big hit and you won't feel anything. Yeah, but you probably kill the other goddamn man. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's like a, you know, it's, it's like a Prius running into a 1964 Cadillac. <laughs> that Prius get destroyed. You know Split in half. Yeah, but that's the worst part about it because they'll probably have equipment to take away that shock so that dude can absorb the big hit mm-hmm. and get up and not feel. But if the guy's smaller than the bigger guy, like I said, they're the Prius and that Cadillac, you gonna feel something. He might yeah. feel some, but it might feel like this. If they listen, I just don't. Uh, this is this game is it's getting out of hand, man. Either that or it's gonna be cyborgs playing, and we're gonna be like, hey, we don't have to pay you. Screw you. We'll pay yeah. to see cyborgs playing. Yeah, they gonna get so if they gonna end up getting emotions like all these other robots yep. and rebel and shit. Yep. Being human. Oh yeah, that's gonna Detroit. suck because then we all gonna get killed by robots. Mm-hmm. All that because we couldn't do away I'm with football. I'm kiss major I'm ass not. that day. Right. They're going to be my homies. I'm going to kiss major ass that day. I ain't going to lie. Hey, 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 how are you doing? Bro, I ain't say nothing about your mama. I ain't say <laughs> nothing. You ain't got a mama. Check well. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. He don't know that. Right. <laughs> True. He got a creator. That's all I know. Yeah, I was like, yes. Anybody got anything else to add? No. Oh, no. 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 I'm like, actually all hungry. Right, though, huh? I don't know why I'm hungry. It's just not, like, people are going to get hurt. You should stop trying to play God. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's all I can really say mm. at the end of the day. That's true. If you're going to get hurt, get right back up. If you can. That's true. I get and then, dude, you just, you know, trying to, you know, further deny that they're inevitable. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Mm. If you give them the tools to be great, they'll be great. They'll know them. Mm. And it's how they use them. Then you can't be held responsible if you sh- gave them, like, the fundamental whatever you call it Every, yeah aspect mm-hmm. of it I got you know, you all that stuff it's like if you teach them repetitively it becomes muscle memory and then it won't become something oh well you didn't do this You, your body knows to do it mm-hmm. honestly muscle memory is a thing we all do it right we get in a car we turn it on we don't have to think okay I turned the key yeah put my mm-hmm. foot on the gas you know mm-hmm. what I mean we do it we right. know and if you just teach them young and continuously that's actually how people learn like and they gotta protect the brain that's that's your life. Yeah. There's only one right there. Yeah, you you don't really get another one. You can get another heart. I don't think you can really get another brain. Uh-uh. At least not a mature one. Yeah. Ew, Is that even you if you get another brain? No. Probably not. Yeah. It's a scary um, thing. How about I say, yeah, please. Stop trying to defuse the bomb before it goes off. That's all I... Ooh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to end on that one. Hey. That was good. Uh, 
Alright. Right. <laughs> 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 he was on the road of that. I was say, yeah, I get that one. I think it's no, no, no. It was good. It was good. It was Don't. Sharpton was good. <laughs> 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 Why do you keep doing like that to he, yourself? He had to pull it out one good it was last like, time. You hit a Sharpton line and it just 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 had to get up and then his sit in the words of Brian, sit down. Y'all put the arms out when you say it. Just sit. Yeah. Shorty got a good line here with Jesse Jackson. I won't talk about Project Pal. I'm like, Hey man, listen. Uh, listen. Bottom line is, when they're kids, it is our responsibility as parents to make the best possible judgment call for our kids based on personality. If your kid's personality doesn't fit the potential of a young warrior, it's best not to put them out in any combative sport until they ask. Or, and even try to prepare them and give them the simulation of what the sport would be like. So, in other words, if he wants, if he say he want to play football, but you don't, look, man, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Give them a push, a shove. If they can handle it, let them do it and, you know, let them go over it. These kids should always be educated at every level and know the risks and the measurements to protect themselves and each, and protect themselves and each other during this combative competition. Though the sport can be fatal, the situation in itself is not life or death, so treat your opponent as you treat your teammate in terms of safety. This blood sport is a brotherhood shared by men of common attitude, skill, and perspective. So if one of us goes down, it should be all of us should be affected. Our goal is to win the game, not be the cause of a rough lifelong injury or something that can be fatal or life altering. Be competitive, be conscious. For be competitive, but be conscious for each play could be the potentially your last. This is my canvas. I'ma paint it how I want it, baby. Oh, this is my canvas. I'ma paint it, paint it, paint it how.